Good morning and welcome along to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. My name is Rosie and if it's your first time joining us for the Saturday Splash, well this is your nature fix for the week. We're focused here in southwest London of course, but why not all around the world as well. Now coming up this week on Wednesday the 25th of May is World Otter Day. And I thought we needed to find out a little bit more about otters here in southwest London. And luckily for me, the very lovely people at London Wetland Centre invited me along to meet their otters earlier in the week. So we're going to be finding out a little bit more about them and playing the Otter Olympics. And of course, we've got loads of great music coming up for you as well. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Saturday Splash where we are talking about otters and I've been allowed to leave the studio today and head over to London Wetland Centre and I'm here with Anita. Hello Anita. Hi there. So Anita you work here at London Wetland Centre but for anyone that hasn't been here before can you tell us a little bit about what is the Wetland Centre here? Yeah, so the Wetland Centre is a um, 105-acre nature reserve, um, a wetland nature reserve um, set in an urban setting, um, yeah, in southwest London. Brilliant. So, yep, it's only about half an hour down the road from our studio in Battersea. So you're very local to us and lots of people listening. And you work here at the Wetland Centre. Tell us a bit about what you do. So I'm a grounds warden um, and I help to look after the animals, our collection animals that we have here, all the birds um, and our lovely otters. Fantastic. Now we are here particularly to talk about otters today because Wednesday is World Otter Day. So tell us about the otters that you have here at the Wetland Centre. Oh, well, we have two beautiful Asian small clawed otters, um, Todd and Honey. Todd is our boy. He is um, six years of age. He's very cheeky chappy, um, likes to nibble wellies. And um, Honey uh, is our female. She is nine, so she's a bit older. Um, and she just likes life in the slow lane. She is a really sweet, gentle otter, a little bit on the lazy side. She likes sunshine and food. Now it looks like the otters have just woken up and now it is dinner time and they've got something delicious on the menu by the looks of it, Anita. They've got trout this afternoon. Uh, This is one of their favourite fish uh, and it's got all the skin and the bones and everything on there and they eat the whole lot. One of them is wet. I guess that's Todd, is it? That's Todd. He's the energetic one. He loves swimming and honey. She's still nice and dry because she loves snoozing. You're holding a red ball there um, with some holes drawn in, drilled into it even. Is that part of their feeding? So this is what we call enrichment um, and I've hidden their, ball, their food inside the ball uh, and it's got small holes and they use their paws to get the fish out of the holes um, and it just encourages natural behaviour. That's what they would do in the wild. They would use their paws to kind of forage for food. Um, so this just stimulates that behavior and they absolutely love it and it's that playful oh big splash as the ball goes into the water that playful nature of the otters and todd is straight over to it oh that's brilliant watching todd dive down trying to get the fish out oh, he's got it oh fantastic and honey it appears has gone back to sleep yeah honey's a little bit on the lazy side and that's far too energetic for for her to having to actually work for her food um normally she just prefers to be hand fed um and uh, so i'm sure she'll be out in a minute and have some food Uh, but todd loves 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 having to work for his food he really enjoys it 
He very much looks like he is enjoying that. And they've got such lovely long whiskers as well. You can really see when they're wet. I guess that helps them sense, sense their food that's lurking under the water. Yeah, so their whiskers are really sensitive. Um, they can feel the vibrations of, um, of any fish that might be nearby. Um, they can also tell sort of flow and direction of the water current as well. And it's also how they see in the dark. They kind of feel their way around um, with those whiskers. And then, okay, well, we will leave Honey and Todd to get on with their snacks. And we will be back after this. Welcome back to Riverside Radio. You are listening to the Saturday Splash with me, Rosie, and we are still at London Wetland Centre where we are talking about otters with the amazing Anita. Hello again, Anita. Hello. And I would like, if you're happy with this, Anita, to play the Otter Olympics today. Does that sound okay? That sounds fantastic. Before we get into what that might mean, are otters playful animals? Yeah, they are. They're really playful. Um, but the play actually has a purpose because they actually they have to hunt and catch their food. So by playing and chasing, um, it's a good way of kind of practicing those skills and keeping them in tip-top condition. Um, and yeah, so they love to play, but they also love to sleep as well. Ah, that sounds like the perfect lifestyle. Half playing, half sleeping. I, I think I could sign up to that. So what I'd like to talk about today is three sports that I've selected that I'd like to hear about otters getting up to. So we think about the kind of normal, general human Olympics. One of the sports I was like, yes, otters would be good at is round one, swimming. So Anita, are otters good at swimming? They are amazing at swimming. Um, obviously, that's what they're designed to do. They've got a torpedo-shaped body, um, a thick rudder-like tail, and webbed feet on their front feet and back feet. And these are all adaptations that help them to swim. Um, and they're very agile in the water. Can they go faster than a human swimming, do you think? Yeah, they certainly can. Uh, the average human apparently swims about two miles an hour. Um, otters potentially can reach up to about seven miles an hour so yep definitely faster than a human i'd like to see the day where we had the actual olympics and you just chuck an otter in the pool as well and it swam alongside it put all the the swimmers to shame wouldn't it yeah on hot days i'm actually very tempted to go swimming with the otters but i haven't done it yet fair enough okay so i'm pretty sure otters going to take gold at swimming if, if we were going to pop them in the olympics another one that i thought another sort of sport that i thought otters would be good at is diving now i don't actually know when i've seen otters around they're normally splashing about in the water but can they actually dive down beneath beneath the surface yeah certainly they can again that torpedo shaped body um and all the other adaptations help them to um dive down and they their nose and ears close automatically so water doesn't go in um and they can actually hold their breath for under four minutes um and they can swim about 400 meters um underwater on a single breath Okay, yep, yeah, that's definitely going to be better than me. When I've tried to hold my breath under the water, I definitely don't get anywhere near four minutes. <laughs> um, some humans can do pretty well at that, though, I can imagine. But I think for your average otter versus your average human, I'm going to give it to the otters for this one. Yeah, I think they deserve that. Um, and they also have specially adapted lungs, which enables them to take deep breaths um, so they can hold their breath for a long time. And they can also slow down their heartbeat um, so they are using less oxygen when they're diving. So we knew that otters were going to be good at swimming. We suspected that they were going to be good at diving. But the third and final sport I'd like to look at is a bit of a curveball, is weightlifting. And we'll talk about that after this. this is 
Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio, where we are still celebrating otters in our very special Otter Olympic here at London Wetland Centre. And I'm joined by Anita, who has been telling us all about the lovely otters that live here. Now, the third and final sport that we wanted to talk about was weightlifting. So, Anita, I'm imagining this is quite a strange one for otters, but would otters be any good at lifting weights? Well, they're strong. Um, Our otters especially, they love digging for invertebrates and they like to turn over the boulders that they've got in their enclosure to look for invertebrates that are underneath. So they can move quite large objects um, when they're determined, when they want to. Um, But the the giant otter is probably the strongest of all the otters. They're the biggest. Um, They can be up to six foot long um, and they can... Um, tackle large prey such as caiman and anaconda so they are extremely strong and they can even defend themselves against jaguars oh wow an otter defending itself against jaguar that sounds like quite the feat but i'm guessing not the two otters that you have here at the wetland center they're a little bit smaller yeah so that we have asian small clawed otters they're the world's smallest of the otter species so otters pretty good at weightlifting so maybe they'll get like a, a silver or a bronze in that But, Anita, are there any sports that maybe we've left out of our Otter Olympics that you'd like to add in? Well, I think juggling should be an (laughs) Olympic sport, uh, especially for otters. They absolutely love juggling. They'll juggle pebbles. Um, They do it when they're relaxing. They'll just lie on their back. They'll juggle a pebble between all four feet. Um, They'll balance it on something and let it roll off. Um, But, again, it has a purpose. It's designed to to practice their hunting skills. Um, But on hot days, our otters absolutely love juggling ice cubes. It's one of their favourite things. But they get very disappointed when they melt really quickly. That sounds like a really good top tip when you're struggling in summer. Juggle an ice cube. Think of the otters. I like that. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to keep you nice and cool as well. Are there otters living in the wild around the UK? Yeah, of course. So we have um, the Eurasian otter, which is native to the UK and uh, parts of Europe. Um, They are... A uh, bit more elusive than the Asian small clawed otters who are native to South um, um, Southeast Asia. Um, so they're more nocturnal um, and more sort of secretive. But they are here and they are believed to be in every county uh, throughout the UK. Oh wow, have, have you ever seen a wild otter in this country? I haven't. I would love to. I would absolutely love to, but I never have. I guess you've got to know the right times, the right places, be super quiet. But they are out there. They are out there. Um, they are still. Uh, they still face a lot of threats, um, but they are believed to be on the increase um, and yeah, doing fairly well. Fantastic. Well, we are almost out of time today, but we'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio with Rosie and I'm still here at London Wetland Centre where we have been learning that otters are brilliant at swimming, of course they are, they're good at diving, they're pretty good at weightlifting but we should be adding otter juggling to the Olympics. I'm still here with with Anita. Hello. And Anita, here at London Wetland Centre, people in the borough or people from all around the world can come and visit you here. Um, Have you got any special events or things coming up that people might like to get involved with? 
Yeah, sure. So we're also um, joining in the Jubilee celebrations for the Queen. Um, and on Sunday, the 5th of June, we're going to be doing a giant picnic. Um, and we're encouraging people to bring their own picnics or they can buy a hamper um, from uh, from ourselves. Um, and then over half term, we've got survival uh, week where children can learn lots of activities about um, survival skills. Brilliant. So lots coming up. If you just want to come and see the otters, of course, you can pop down or you've got the Jubilee picnic and survival week over half term. Brilliant. I think people are going to be rushing along to see you. But Anita, we are almost out of time and I've got one final question. And I think it's probably the most important question about otters. Is there anything interesting about otter poo? I love talking about otter poo and I always do it in my talk. Um, and yes it's fascinating um otters are very clean animals they'll only go to the toilet in these specific latrine areas um, and they use it as a way of uh, marking their territory and they use them as signposts um, around their sort of patch um, and if another otter comes along they can sniff that sprint which is what otter poo is called it's called sprint um, they can sniff that sprint and they can actually tell whether it's a boy otter or a dog otter they need to avoid or a female otter that is potentially ready to breed um, so without even meeting um, they can actually tell a lot about each other um, just by sniffing each other's poo so it's almost like a social network, you know, they upload all their information, someone else comes along, has a sniff, and it's everything you need to know. Yeah, definitely, and it's also a way of avoiding conflict as well. Um, so if they, yeah, they sniff each other's poo and there's a dog otter there, then they can go, uh, yeah, let's avoid that territory and go somewhere else. Um, yeah, so otter poo is fascinating. Brilliant. I, I love ending on a high note and poo is always a good one. Um, so thank you so much for talking to me today, Anita. And thank you to everyone for listening. Um, we are back next week on the Saturday Splash where we have World Coral Reef Day and we are playing manta rays versus whale sharks. You don't want to miss that. We've got loads more music coming up after the Saturday Splash, but we will see you next week. <laughs>